What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of discussing fashion in ways that don't make sense. I'm your host, Connor McConnell. It is currently 1.20 p.m., July 1st, 2021. It's slightly overcast today. It was raining this morning, so it's not your typical July summer, but it was hot yesterday, so I guess it decided to cool off today. Uh, today, we're just going to talk about uh, fashion, what I think about fashion, what I think fashion is, and, and things that I like, things that I don't like. You know, for the first episode, I want to keep it kind of loose and just talk about things that I want to talk about. No guests today, just me. Just you and me, actually. There's going to be two of us. Uh, if many of you have heard my intro, maybe you know what song that is. Uh, it's a great song. Um, let's start with... What I want to start with is... is let's start start with, with, with a, a favorite topic of mine. Let's start with trends. So, you know, most people who... who claim to not be not be following trends from from my experience are people who you know they think that they're setting trends and people think that they're trendsetters and the way that they dress and stuff like that but i think what a lot of people fail to realize is that a trend in most cases is always it's a revolving system right it's cyclical so it's gonna come back at some point right maybe we haven't had victorian style dresses come back but we have had, you know, we've had our fair share of champagne dresses being, you know, slim, champagne dresses being body tight, and champagne dresses with a little bit of flair on the bottom. You know, every trend has come and gone at some point to some degree. So, you know, the way that I look at trends, it, it's it's more of a, a of a popular style attribute of the current time i i wouldn't consider a trend as a new thing right i mean maybe you know you can consider like wide-legged pants a new trend but i think fair enough fair amount of people have been rocking trends for a long time right but you know that comes down to the definition of what a trend is and it's and it's when something becomes you know increasingly popular very popular to the point where you know the global economy can benefit from it it's no longer just like a fun thing you do with your friends right it's it's a big thing that the whole world benefits from which is which is what a trend is but i think when people think of trends i think it's something completely new right they think when a trend comes around it's something that they've never that's never happened before, right? There's never been wide leg pants, which, you know, is wrong. I mean, wide leg pants have been around for a millennia, right? They started in, you know, the Middle East, in the desert, right? It was hot. It was humid, right? There was a lot of wind. But they still wanted to, you know, have breathable clothes. So if they made, you know, what they were called pantaloons, you know, it, it was more breathable fabric and it allowed them, you know, to, to have airflow through their pants when it was so hot out while they you know still had to travel through the desert which was not an easy task still is not an easy task today as we know most deserts are very very hot um you know recently i actually just got back from a trip to cabo which as many of you know it is in baja uh, california it's on the you know the western peninsula of mexico which is in fact the Baja Desert, right? It is very arid, very dry. 
you know, as soon as you step outside, you can feel it, right? The sun is scorching everything in that landscape. You know, not an easy place for people to live. And as, you know, you explore Cabo or any desert, you see, you know, people are, you know, nobody is really living easily in the desert, right? But we can also talk about, right, if we're talking about the desert, let's talk about, you know, the clothes people wear in the desert. Um, you know, when you go to Cabo, you see, you know, tons of hats. But but what I saw the most, right, for the people who actually live there, right, the, the, the natives, the people who live in this every single day, is, you know, the people who live in the city, right, Cabo San Lucas, they just dress normally, right, because it really isn't a desert in the city, right? You can go inside, there's air conditioning, you know, you can get in your car and drive, all that, and, you know, you can get water whenever you want. But the people who lived out in like the actual desert, you know, in, in these shacks in these neighborhoods, you know, these these people, they, they dressed, you know, to survive, right? They dressed with, with you know, very very few layers, but enough layers to cover their whole body, right? They they had to protect their skin, you know, that a lot of people protected their neck with neck coverings, and almost every person wore long pants. I don't think anybody I saw there who actually lived there, wore shorts unless, you know, it was like their uniform or, you know, they were in the city. But as soon as you left the city, every single person had pants on. It's, it's you know, their everyday attire. Um, but let's, you know, let's get back to the trends. So, you know, right now in trends and fashion, I, I, I what I personally think is that, you know, in, in 2021 is, we have the most trends we've ever had in, you know, a long time. I mean, you can think back, right, to, to before the internet, right? So we're talking about, you know, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, even the 40s and 50s, right? They all wore the same stuff. I mean, really nobody was wearing anything different back then, right? I mean, maybe, you know, your great uncle or, you know, your great grandfather wore something different, but that's not the same. What I'm trying to, you know paint a picture for is, you know, every person, you know, in the 70s wore like, you know, flares and boots and they all had, you know, open blazers with, you know, fancy lapels and and shiny, you know, linings, you know, and then you get to the 80s and I mean, you know, there was still a little bit of disco, not too much, but, you know, heavy metal is coming in huge, right? So there's tons of black, tons of cutoff, tons of boots. I mean, Every every person is growing out their hair, right? They want to have their hair like, you know, Eddie Van Halen or they want to have their hair like Kiss, you know? I mean, it's it, that was the style of back then, right? But when you think about it, I mean, there really was only a handful of looks, right? There was only so many because there was no internet, right? So you dress like your friends. You dress what you saw on TV. You dress like your icons. But now, I mean, in 2021, I mean, you have Instagram, right? You have You have Pinterest, right? You have... You know, everybody around you, the area you live in. I mean, trends, I feel, have, have, you know, a massive impact, but they have less of a of a deep-seated footing, right? Trends nowadays come and go super, super fast, right? They come in and, you know, some people will pick up the trends and hang on to the trends for a while, right? People, Some people love the wide-legged pants. You know, wide-legged pants trend came in, and they probably will never stop wearing wide-legged pants, right? But some people who just wore wide-legged pants for the trend wore it, you know, it moves on, maybe pants get slimmer, maybe, you know, it turns into tapered wide leg pants, you know, 
they move on to that, right? You know, they, they didn't they didn't they didn't connect with it hugely, but they wanted to wear what was trendy because they wanted to look good, or you know, they wanted to dress with their friends. Many of reasons why people you know dress in trend, but you know, in 2021, I think that you know one of the main reasons why we see so many trends, right? And why and one of the many reasons why we have like Shein and Fashion Nova and ASOS and all these fast fashion things is because trends move so fast that we no longer really, you know, brands like that, you know, when people are trying to make, you know, make their money is they no longer have a choice to, you know, sit and design a quality product, you know, that's going to last generations, right? I mean, the only time you see quality products is, you know, in super, you know, grassroots brands, you know, from the startup that have very few employees, you know, and, and they produce, you know, a few variations of of one type of garment right they have to specialize right you know so i mean you know there's not many brands that you and i know right that it's built to last right i mean a couple that i can name you know like levi's wranglers you know anything that's like denim right you know that's kind they kind of get a free pass but i mean it's not because of the denim you know it's not because of denim that they're gonna last it's because you know, Levi's and Wranglers, they're built to last, right? That's the whole point. That's their business model, right? Even North Face, you know, they have, you know, Patagonia has, like you can, you have that garment return program, right? Those are built to last. But I mean, you go to Shein and you buy a pair of jeans, those are not built to last, right? Those are very in-trend jeans built for you to wear once or twice, you know, maybe for a season, maybe the following season, but they're not a guarantee to last forever on like a Levi or a Wrangler or, you know, a North Face jacket, you know, it's going to last you forever, right? So, so, you know, then we talk about, you know, people trying to get in to the fashion world, right? I mean, and a lot of people, you know, are because of how big fast fashion is, they want to make a difference, right? A huge thing, making a difference, global sustainability, you know, being green, having a, you know, a green footprint, having no footprint is a huge, huge thing right now, you know, because of global warming and, you know, the world's being ruined and all that, right? But, you know, fashion is the second biggest polluter in, in the world, right? Number one being big oil, we all know, horrendous industry, but, you know, fashion surprisingly is number two and, and, and a lot of it is water waste, right? We're destroying waterways with this. But, you know, the, the point I'm trying to make here is, you know, these people, you know, they're trying to get into the fashion world. They want to make things to last, but, you know, they also have to live, right? I mean, the cost of living is becoming, you know, egregious, right? It's, it's really becoming an insane number to try and live and survive within means where you're comfortable, right? I mean, you know, a lot of people are, are, are struggling to live comfortably, which is, you know, what everybody strives for. I mean, you just want to be comfortable. I mean, that's life. I mean, you're going to be here your whole life. But, you know, these people trying to build these fashion brands, you know, they're forced almost, you know, their hand is locked, right? Their hand is forced to price these garments at, you know, what, what you know, most people would think, people who aren't really in the fashion world, as like painfully expensive prices, right? Nobody would think to pay you know, $300, $400 for a pair of jeans, right? They think that's insane. You know, why, why would I pay $300, $400 pair of jeans when I can go to Levi's and, and, you know, buy two pairs of jeans for, you know, 120 bucks, right? You know, so 
So that's what a lot of people I think need to understand, you know, is people who are really passionate and, you know, making their own brand, trying to start their own business, you know, trying to make a name for themselves in the world. I mean, they, they're forced to price it at, at that level, right? So, you know, I think that that is why, you know, there's some people in the fashion world who pride themselves, you know, on being different, right? I mean, trend, you know, there's there's people who, who you know, are very in trend, you know, that, that, you know, they buy Shein, they buy, you know, fast fashion, they buy H&M. I mean, all that is fine because, you know, if you buy it and you wear it continuously, you know, past season, that's great. I mean, you are, you know, you're, you're proving everybody wrong and, and wearing those clothes longer than the person who made it even envisioned that they were going to be worn. But, you know, these people who, you know, you see on Instagram, a lot of them is, you know, the people you see on Instagram, right? They're wearing these very extravagant outfits. You know, these people, you know, I don't, I don't know any of them personally, but, you know, I know a couple of them and, you know, I follow a couple and, you know, I, I know their story. And uh, some of them, you know, they pride themselves on doing their research and, and researching, you know, brands that, you know, are, are, are connected in line, not with only with them morally, but them visually, right? So they're willing to spend, you know, the 300 to $400 for a pair of jeans you know, that, that you and I, you know, that your average, you know, Old Navy's H&M shopper would never even think about, right? They would see the price tag and immediately close the tab, right? But these people, you know, and, and I think, you know, these Instagram, you know, influencers, some of, you know, the, the particularly the fashion ones, you know, the people who, you know, go to every fashion week, you know, follow fashion week, you know, with a heart and, you know, they, they really understand fashion. These people are the ones who, you know, their closets might be big. You know, a lot of times, you know, the things they buy and the clothes that they've purchased, you know, not only is there's a there's a huge secondhand market, massive secondhand market for clothes, right? But, you know, the clothes that they buy are quality, quality clothes that will last forever, right? These people, no matter if they sell it, right, this clothes, like, you know, the, these the, the pair of jeans that they buy is not going to end up in a landfill, right? That, that, that pair of jeans is going to be in somebody's closet, you know, not causing a footprint forever, right? And I, and I think that's that's what a lot of people need to adopt. You know, they need to understand that, you know, you can't have this crazy revolving closet on a budget that doesn't make sense, right? I mean, unless you truly don't care about the planet and about, you know, being green, then that's a whole different story. But I'm talking to the people who, you know, claim to be green, claim to you know, care about the planet, but you still, you know, you, you're giving your money to the to the manufacturer, to, the, you know, the fast fashion, you're giving money to the man, right? You know, and, and, and that's a huge problem that only influences trends more, right? You know, it, it, I, if you go on Depop and buy, you know, uh, something in trend from, from, you know, your neighbor, right? I mean, technically, they'll be your neighbor because we're all in this together, right? So you buy it from them. I mean, you're not influencing much, Right, you know what I mean. You're not telling the, the 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 manufacturer to yeah keep pumping these out. Right, you just bought it from somebody who already purchased it. You know, and I think a lot of people get that confused with buying, you know, Shein or Fashion Nova or or, or you know Zaful from from you know secondhand stores. You know that is being green, right? That's sustainable, right? You've now given those clothes a new life, right? And I think a lot of people need to understand when you purchase clothes, you now have a responsibility 
to, you know, keep those clothes or rehome them, you know, scientifically. You know, rehome them healthily to, to, you know, somebody else who's going to take care of these clothes and they're not going to, you know, don't just throw away clothes. I mean, you can't, you know, we can't be throwing away clothes, right? Because you can't recycle it, right? Fibrous materials are, are one of the hardest materials to recycle, you know, on the planet, you know, second only to plastics, right? So, so you know, if you get, you know, uh, uh, you know, you buy a pair of leggings, you know, and, and in leggings they have you know, four or five different materials in there, right? You know, polyester, lycra, spandex, you know, cotton. They got everything in there. I mean, you can't recycle those, right? Those pants have been made, you know, whether or not they've been made to last a lifetime, they've now been forced, you know, to to, to, to live forever, right? Because the only way they those can be, you know, discarded is for them to be shredded and burned or shredded and turned into, you know, some other product no longer in clothes, right? So now you've just you know, used up all these resources to make, to make this pair of leggings. And then you, you know, you no longer want it. It's out of trend, right? It was a super trendy pair. It wasn't really a lasting pair of leggings. And now it has to be destroyed and turned into a whole new product, you know, which, I mean, who knows what it's being created with, how it's being created, what the polluters are from the, you know, the product that it's being created, you know, being formed into, right? You know, you just don't know, you know, and I think people, you know, you know, they, they live in ignorance is bliss, right? And I, and I think that, you know, people need to take responsibility and understand that you owning the clothes means you are now responsible for this garment and where it goes and what it does and, you know, all that other stuff, you know, and we can't just keep, you know, throwing away clothes. I mean, it, it's, it's really sad to see, you know, people throwing away clothes that really could have a second life. I mean, maybe you're not going to wear it, but that doesn't mean the garbage is either. Right. You know, the garbage isn't going to put on that T-shirt. Right. But maybe somebody, you know, at some thrift store, I mean, thrift stores are massive. You know, people comb through them all, all the time to get these clothes. Right. And uh, and, and I, I just think that people need to be more, be more responsible. You know, I, I, I think after this whole, you know, rant, I mean, we started at Trends. You know, we made it here, but I think it's all connected. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think everybody needs to be more responsible, right? Maybe not exactly held accountable, right? I mean, nobody likes being held accountable for everything they own, right? But I think personally, people need to be more responsible. You know, that's my take, you know, uh, and I think we've just discussed fashion in a way that doesn't make sense. Um, You know, uh, I hope this has been, you know, an entertaining podcast for anybody who listened and uh, i hope you look forward to the second episode uh my name's connor mcconnell uh, this has been uh, discussing fashion in ways that don't make sense and uh i'll see you on the next one thank you